0: This is Bookish at Bethel, and I am Anne-Marie Koistra in the History Department. And I'm Carrie Peffley in the Philosophy Department. We were planning to have Dr. Wayne Rosa from the Department of Art and, I guess, Art History by um, extension uh, here today, but he was unable to make it at the last minute, so... Pinch hitting uh, for Wayne is uh, one of our wonderful teaching assistants, Jenna Christensen. Jenna Christensen is a sophomore here at Bethel, and she is in the last semester of the humanities program. And she will be just talking to us about uh, her thoughts about the humanities program, books she's enjoyed as part of the humanities program, and a few other little subjects. So stay tuned for the next 20 minutes, and thanks for listening. Okay, so this week we have a surprise guest, and that is our venerable teaching assistant, Jenna Christensen, who uh, also does a lot of the blogging for Bethel, or Bookish at Bethel. Uh, We hope to have Wayne another time. So we're going to just ask Jenna about her experience as a teaching assistant, but also as uh, now almost a veteran of the humanities program, and uh, see if she wants to provide some highlights for the program for our listening audience, so Jenna, welcome. Thanks for thanks for being here today. Thank you. All right. So um, you are now in the last semester, correct? Yes, Humanities Human- Four. All right, Humanities Four, and um, who is your section leader? Um, Professor Sabates. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. In the psychology department, yes. Okay, great. Um, So, as you've looked back over your several semesters with humanities, are there any highlights that stand out to you?
1: I actually really enjoyed the Henry V play. I know a lot of students would contest that, Mm -hmm. but I actually think that it's quite fun um, when you get it all said and done. It's a lot of work, but it is worth it. Mm -hmm. It's fun to put it all together, and we had some interesting moments and. Um, connection time with our section as we struggled to memorize lines a oh. little bit.
0: Can you tell us more about what your role was in Henry V? And do you remember what scene you did or act you did? I don't. Oh. Um,
1: I was one of the um, kind of background people like that had or... two lines and yeah, mm-hmm. in a chorus and yeah, didn't have too much of a front running role, but.
0: So what was did you have a behind the scenes role or? I
1: was in charge of. They split us up into different roles, and mine was like the scene lead, and so okay. I was supposed to get us all together for to rehearse our scenes, and that was fun.
2: Okay. Oh, gotcha. So that'll be good for our upcoming students to know that there are a variety of um, positions that mm-hmm. students can have. And it's not, not
0: just playing Henry V. right?
1: Yes, and, and not then. just lots and lots of lines, right? I only had two lines, so mm-hmm. my work was was far easier than some mm-hmm. of the memorization that others okay. had to do, right? And you feel like you guys really
0: bonded during, yeah, during that time period. Yeah, J term was fun. Mm-hmm. That's good. J term was fun. So those of you who are looking forward to January in Minnesota with below thirty degree weather, it is still fun. Yes. Right. Okay. So um, any books that stand out to you from your humanities experience? Um, I really liked Purgatory by Ooh, Dante.
1: Great. I really liked reading that one. I really liked The Aeneid, oh, mm-hmm. uh, which they're reading right now. Um, those two, I think, were the ones that stood out to me as having a lot of relevance. All of them have a lot of relevance, but those were the ones that I felt more connected mm-hmm. to. Um in this time, and I really like the discussions my class had around them. Um, I enjoyed reading some of the um, like Thoreau and Emerson mm-hmm. when we get into Humanities Three, which is more in the packet reading mm-hmm. and not so much like long sections. But I enjoyed the discussions that we also mm-hmm. had around those in mm-hmm. our small
0: group. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
1: Okay. Cool. Do you think the connection
2: between Virgil and Dante that Dante sees mm-hmm. himself? Was one of the
1: reasons that you liked those two books? I think a little bit. I think how their writing seemed connected to me mm-hmm. um, definitely stood out. I didn't really put together at the moment that the same Virgil that was the <laughs> fictional guide was the Virgil that we had right. just read. Um, but when Professor Haig, who was my mm-hmm. professor at the time, um, pointed that out to us, then it kind of made sense why Dante was so similar in his writing style in my opinion to mm-hmm. Virgil oh. so you kind of like these epic journey stories so. yeah yeah oh. I'm a fan of the the fiction the story mm-hmm. rather than some of the the more factual opinionated pieces we read which are also great but sure.
0: a but lot you're more, you're more drawn to the yes. narrative yes mm-hmm. For which sure. makes sense as a communication arts and Literature. Right. Yes. This is what you want to do for a career. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Bring good books to students. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, what would you say are the benefits of doing the humanities program? If you could, if you were going to advise a student who was thinking about taking humanities in their first semester as a first year student at Bethel, mm-hmm. what would you tell that student about some of the um, benefits of taking humanities?
1: Yeah. So, last night we went to the mia with my section and Uh i realized how great it is of an opportunity to have that art available to you as you're discussing it Mm -hmm. with the readings so we can kind of tie in we're in like the impressionist era right Mm -hmm. now so we can tie in our readings Mm -hmm. with the art that we're seeing and the music that we're listening to kind of all at the same time and that helps me more kind of move through history Mm Cohesively, rather yeah. than splitting it up. Which mm-hmm. for some people, that's that's great, and that's the way to go. But for me, I enjoy kind of focusing on one idea of the time or the mm-hmm. ideas of the time, right. and then seeing that throughout all of the aspects. Mm-hmm. What are you guys reading right now in humanities for? i I'm going to mess up the pronunciation, but we are reading Nietzsche. <sighs> oh, okay. Oh. Nietzsche? oh, yes, yes. We call the Brits ge- in my section. Oh. <laughs> 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 the Genealogy of Morals. Oh, so. sure. Yes.
2: Yes, Yes. because I think we're going to have Professor Van Aragon in here next week to talk to us
0: about Nietzsche and some insights into that particular time period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, any previews you want to give to the listening audience? What's what's Professor Van Aragon going to talk to us about? He is going to talk about whether morals are subjective or objective. Mm, We had this lecture
1: the other day, so this is fresh in my mind. Ah, very good. So, yes.
0: All right. Well, we'll yeah. look
2: forward to that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He'll be pleased to know that one of the TAs was paying attention mm-hmm. to his lecture.
0: Yeah. It's all ready to go. Nice. Um, let's see here. Uh, any other sort of non-bookish benefits for the mm-hmm. humanities program?
1: I have enjoyed moving through all of the sections with. A pretty similar cohort mm-hmm. it hasn't stayed the same all the time but I've mm-hmm. made some really close friends mm-hmm. in humanities and it's fun to kind of like move through the different readings together and do study yeah. groups and we've gotten pretty close with some of us mm-hmm. that's super fun nice mm-hmm.
0: well and plus you're good friends with the TAs that are for our section too. yes right yeah right yeah I've always been struck by how close a lot of the students stay throughout mm-hmm. the
2: humanities program mm-hmm. I got Uh, a group of students who just all graduated last spring, Mm -hmm. but they would every once in a while just email me and say, Peffley, can we get together for some coffee? Because Mm -hmm. all of us just still want to hang out sometimes. Um, And I would see them hanging out constantly all the way
0: through their graduation. Mm -hmm. Nice. Good bonding. Yeah. Well, maybe we should take a minute to read some fan mail that we've received on that subject. So exciting. I don't know. So... um, this is actually our second piece of fan mail that arrived this morning, but I don't think that our fan sent it to Professor Pethley. So mm-hmm. this comes from listener Steven Seberg, Seberg um, who writes, uh, Hi, Dr. Ko- Koistra. I just wanted to let you know that I'm a big fan of Bookish at Bethel. Humanities was very possibly my favorite course at Bethel, and getting a refresher on these texts has been pretty great. Brings me back! Exclamation <laughs> point. then he says some nice things about a class he took with me. But then he says, and although I never had her as a teacher, I still seem to remember getting pretty pumped about Professor Peffley wearing a five iron frenzy shirt. Oh, my goodness. To what must have been a large group humanities lecture. At least I think that occurred. (laughs) That's hilarious. So that means
2: he must have been in the humanities program a while ago. Yeah, Maybe so. Yeah, but I am a big, guys, I was a big Ska fan, Mm -hmm. like a huge Ska fan.
0: Yeah, so there's that. Mm -hmm. I feel like Sam has written down a question that he would like us to ask. Oh, sure. Oh, yes.
2: So we mentioned earlier that your love of books makes sense given uh, what you want to do. Mm -hmm. So why do you want to be a teacher?
1: What led you in that direction? Uh, I... Kind of had this realization my sophomore year of high school that my brothers were not getting as good of an education as i was and i felt really frustrated by what they were experiencing Mm -hmm. and i would you know come home and they'd be struggling with homework and my government teacher at the time was drilling into us that you don't complain about something unless you are going to fix it or unless Mm -hmm. you're going to do something about it and so that kind of stuck out to me and i actually started at bethel as an elementary education Mm -hmm. um major and then I added an endorsement in five through eight communication arts and literature
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and I took a class in that and I fell in love. Mm-hmm. Juvenile literature with Susan Brooks. Okay. Uh, yeah. and it was a great class and I just decided that I wanted to be able to have discussions about literature like we do in humanities mm-hmm. um, at a little bit of a lower level with um, some middle and high school students because they're at that age where um, literature can really start speaking to you mm-hmm. on the deeper things and it can help you learn how to think about when you're presented with something.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. I mean, I, yeah. my daughter would love having Jenna as a professor. I mean, yes. a teacher. That's Who wouldn't? Sure. I know. And also, I
2: feel like there's a special level of heaven for people who want to teach
0: 5th through 8th graders. <laughs> <laughs> there is. There is. And I a really, special age. And I really appreciate having very intelligent people who are well-read yes. teaching at the lower grades mm-hmm. because it really is demanding for someone like my kid. Like, she doesn't want to know just what's in something. She wants to know the why of something. Oh, Sam's right. handing Carrie right. another question. <laughs> Follow-up from Sam Mulberry. Um,
2: yeah, so another related to that what led you to your career, um, or your your oh, your career that you hope for? What led all of us um, to oh, to where we are? And, oh. and specifically, what books? Right. So all of us yeah. love books here. Mm, yeah. So what's the first book we remember loving? Oh, this is a great. Boy, question. That is a really good question. I, I'm going to start because I at least have something that popped into my oh, head wow. as I was thinking about okay. fifth through eighth mm-hmm. grade. I the first book I remember absolutely loving was in. Some sort of uh, advanced honors English class kind okay. of thing in seventh or eighth grade. And we got to just pick something. And for whatever reason, 13 year old Carrie selected Jane Eyre. And I loved it. Oh, I loved gosh. it so much. 13? And yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's not the first book I remember. Lo- I mean, there's probably, I can probably go back earlier, mm-hmm. but that's the first one that I remember. Oh my goodness. I love great literature.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, I'd say the the first book that I read over and over and over and over again was, um, maybe not surprisingly, Little Women. Oh, yeah. And it reads now a little sort of sentimental. And as I read more about the family um, of Louisa May Alcott, obviously there were some interesting family dynamics that uh, I didn't know about when I was reading it as a kid, but... um I really liked how intelligent all the girls were and that there were different versions of intelligence. Mm-hmm. That really spoke to me and yeah. my family. I mean, it kind of sounds a little bit like you and your brothers. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I was the book one in my family, but the other people in my family had different kinds of intelligences, and yeah. I really appreciated right. that yeah. aspect in Little Women. Mm-hmm. And I loved it so much that when I taught an American Studies course in California, I actually assigned that book in my American mm-hmm. Studies class and when one of the men in the class read through the chapter where Beth dies sorry spoiler alert if you haven't heard of, <laughs> oh no. He came to class devastated. I felt like I had like I could have stopped teaching then. Like I have mission accomplished. Yeah I've introduced this book to some men in the uh in the the larger world. So I felt pretty good about that. But um yeah those are some good looks. What's on your yeah. night shelf, uh, nightstand there, Jenna? Are you reading anything for fun? Can a student at Bethel read anything for fun? I am oh. currently not reading
1: anything for fun. Oh, um, man, that's so sad. I yeah. know. I am hoping to make some time, but we're getting through midterms right now. Right, so. well, and
2: I can imagine being in the humanities program and being a TA for the humanities yeah, program with true. some new text that you've never read yourself before. Oh. That's a lot of reading. Yes,
1: but my all-time favorite book... Um, I was introduced to it in my senior year um, literature class in high school. Oh. It's the Poisonwood Bible oh, yeah. by Barbara Kingsolver. Yeah. And I don't even know how to explain it, but it's kind of the story of these missionaries mm-hmm. that go to Africa and they um, they are struck by things that they did not expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so that was one of the first texts that really connected all of these ideas of mm-hmm. Symbolism and mm-hmm. allegories, and how does this relate to my world today? Um, and I've reread that one
0: several times since my senior year. Yeah. And I love that book. Yeah, have you great, read it? I have. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's mean The book. crazy missionary father yes. and all the different dynamic family members. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a great Mm -hmm. book. Yeah. And I I had a friend who grew up as a missionary
2: kid Mm -hmm. um, in what was then Zaire. Mm -hmm. And she absolutely loved that book. It resonated in many ways with her own childhood experience Mm -hmm. and some of the odd things that she had seen and done and and felt like she was a part of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So
0: Carrie, what's what's the highlight for you in the humanities program? You know, I love, I do love Dante.
2: I was just telling my students this morning, there is a there's this uh, personality test, and I don't generally like personality <laughs> tests, but called the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's apparently a woman who is running a conference this coming summer in Florence, Italy, on Dante and the Enneagram. Wow! And I kind of want to go to it just because I love Dante so much. And going to Florence seems cool. Um, and yes. I may have to take a personality yeah. test to, to get into the conference, but it seems worth it. Yeah. Um, so I just, I love Dante. I love, I think I love the epic journey, but I love yeah. how influenced he is by the pagan world, mm-hmm. um, by the the Christian philosophical world. He's super influenced by Averroes as well. So I, mm-hmm. I like the all of the philosophical stuff that you see mm-hmm. um, in this journey narrative. Um, and then I actually really do like teaching Nietzsche in Humanities course, 4. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk well, to, uh, to Ray next week.
0: Mm-hmm. My, my, my. What's your favorite thing to teach? Oh, to teach? In humanities. I think it's not my favorite book to read, mm-hmm. but I really enjoy, you're not going to be prepared for this, kids, uh, the Erasmus Luther debates. Really? Here's why. Because every year I have Lutherans in my interim class who are reading Martin Luther for the very first time. And it's like, Whoa. I had no idea that we Lutherans actually believe this stuff. And like predestination was a Lutheran idea. Yeah. And Calvin maybe also had it, but like. But he didn't talk about it as much mm-hmm. as Luther did. So that's always really fun. Is like I have students that come to class after reading Erasmus, the Catholic representative, mm-hmm. a reformer, but still Catholic. Yep. And then they read Luther, and they're like, oh, I kind of think I like Erasmus more, and Mm -hmm. yet I'm Lutheran. So that's always super fun. I enjoy that a lot. That's fun. I haven't gotten to do that in a while. I look forward to interim. Well, and plus, as Jenna had started out with, Henry V, this is when humanity students really become a family. Mm -hmm. If you haven't Mm -hmm. already experienced that dynamic... It is over interim that you become a family because we're all going to do this together. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. what do you, What's on your nightstand there, Carrie? So I finally finished
2: <laughs> the New York Times um, 1619 project oh. and handed it off to one of my stepdaughters who was really interested in okay. reading it. So Elise now has that. Um and it was amazing. And so I've now started a book that uh, came out in 2015. It's by a British author by the name of Max Porter. Mm-hmm. And it's called Grief is the Thing with Feathers. And it is about a, a guy who um, is a father with two young children and his wife dies. Oh. And grief comes to him as a crow. Oh. Um, and it's this... Poetic, metaphorical journey through grief, and my wow. stepdaughter said to me, "You'll start crying almost right away," and I sure did. It's it's oh, beautiful. Wow. It's beautiful and moving. So grief is a thing with feathers. So it's my I, my sad. That pre- sounds actually really reading.
0: interesting. Mm-hmm. I might have to put that on my next book to read. Yeah. Actually, I have two more books after the one I'm got. But what's on your um? Right now? So on my nightstand right now, I had to actually write down the title. Uh, it's called A Place for Us, Fatima. Farheen Mirza, and what's annoying to me about this is that she's like 27 or 29 or something ridiculous, and the book is so good. Yeah. So it's it's just like, come on, overachiever. So she's an Iowa Writers' Workshop graduate too, um, and so she's writing about a Muslim family from India living in California. And I'm I'm just into the first couple of chapters, but it's clear that there are going to be sort of tensions. The sort of usual immigrant tensions, like, um, to what way, in what way do we connect with our new home? In what right. way do we try to preserve certain things from our old home? How does religion fit into this? So it's, it's really well written. It's really interesting. And I'll just say that the librarians usually give me great suggestions. So, um, if you need a reading suggestion, Rhonda's is my go to in the library. But that's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, and just uh, so that folks know that humanity students are going to the art museum this week uh, and get to see the Deriferous in person, and you cannot touch the Deriferous. So just (sighs) look, but do not touch. touch. All right. Um, You've been listening to Bookish at at Bethel. Bethel.